Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The following program is brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio. Begin to be poured out upon all men. Wow. This is there. Spoken by the prophet Joel. This is there. Spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, I pour out my spirit, saith the Lord. Pastor Bob here, the Tell It Like It Is radio broadcast, coming to you live tonight from Dickinson, North Dakota, the studios of KDIX. We're also on Holy Ghost Radio Channel 2, 
and KDIX's website. So this is an AM radio station in Dickinson, North Dakota. A couple of weeks ago, we actually played a recording of one, and so that was kind of different because I was calling out names and things of people that weren't even listening because it was an old broadcast. But this is live. This is September 15th. 2019 and unless you're listening to the podcast if you get on holy ghost radio and you go up in the right left corner of your app you can click on podcasts and you can listen to a bunch of our old programs if you would like to they're not all on there but um, they get loaded up occasionally on there we've got i want to just do a shout out tonight Uh, we've got some stoners listening from home brother roland listening tonight from kentucky carl and Jeannie. From Kansas listening, we've got um, the Millers listening from Golva. Uh, we've got Brother Fuller listening tonight from up on the lake somewhere, Brother Griffith out in Montana. And um, the uh, I'm going to play a song for my friend Dave Shart and Lauren listening in Fargo tonight. We've got Tim listening in North Carolina, Jody listening in Harvey. So hopefully Jody's got some great comments like she usually does on this broadcast. You can text me tonight. 701-290-7862 We're going to be talking about um, something that's probably not controversial to many of you that are listening but is extremely controversial to many that are not listening (laughs) so uh, that's interesting but I just want to I've got my guitar in the studio and this is a newer guitar I really like this thing it's a Breedlove guitar got a beautiful sound to it and I'm going to sing maybe a few songs tonight. Maybe give Abe a chance to sing, too. We'll see what happens. I'll be a fool for you, Jesus. That's just what I'll be. Crazy in love with my God above. And that's all right with me. I'll be a fool for you, Jesus, that's just what I'll do. Yes, I just don't know no better than to be in love with you. I'll be a fool for you, Jesus, that's just what I'll be. Crazy in love with my God above, that's all right with me. I'll be a fool for you, Jesus, that's just what I'll do. Guess I just don't know no better than to be in love with you. And I will live to tell of the one who has captured my heart. I will live to tell, through him I made a new start. So take my life and let it be a reflection of you So the whole world can see that God is alive and well I will live to tell I will live to tell Of the one who has captured my heart I will live to tell Through him I made a new start So take my life and let it be a reflection of you So the whole world can see that God is alive and well I will live to tell 
Take my life and let it be a reflection of you so the whole world can see that God is alive and well. I will live to tell. Certainly that's part of my prayer tonight on this doing this radio show is that that somehow we can be a reflection of Jesus and that we can that people can realize that um, he's here and the um, and that he's alive and he's ready to help them. Uh, we've got other people texting us tonight. The Frost from St. Cloud, Brother Greg from Kentucky's tuned in. The Matherns are listening. Um, the uh, we've got Pat Cazeza listening. We've got um, Brother Farron from Blackhawk, South Dakota. We should play some Brother Farron music. Speaking of playing some good music tonight, maybe we'll play a couple of songs by Brother Farron. He's an evangelist that put out a really, really good CD that I really enjoy listening to. We've got Abe in the studio with me tonight. He's still single, but not for long. He's getting married here in January. So so that happens to all the guys that run this radio show. Then who am I going to get to be trained in now next? Because it seems like they get married, and then I have to find somebody else to help me run the controls here. John chapter 14, verses 6 and 7 is where we're going to start our radio show tonight. Again, you can be part of this program by texting me, 701-290-7862, or you can email me, robertsimons58 at gmail.com. John fourteen six. Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. If you had known me, you should have known my Father also, and from henceforth you know him and have seen him. I'd like to spend the whole program talking about verse 7. Uh, I just Actually, it doesn't have anything to do with my broadcast in some way, but I wanted to read it just because it was so close to verse 6, and I love it, that when you've seen Jesus, you've seen the Father. There's only one God, and the Father was in Jesus, bringing the world back to himself. The Father is a spirit. The Holy Spirit and the Father are the same, identical. And Jesus Christ is the visible image of the invisible Father. That's who he is. And so, anyway, that's not what my program is on, but this um, this uh, broadcast we're going to talk about is this where Jesus said he uses these exclusive words that he was the way, the truth, and the life. He didn't say he was a way, a truth, and part of, or a way to find eternal life, but he was, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And then he went on to really clarify this by saying, No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Now, before, uh, there are people listening to this program from all kinds of demographics, um, not just apostolics. There are, you know, the Dickinson is full of religious people. It's full of non-religious people. There are people that listen. I, I find out uh, that are listening to this broadcast. I have no idea <clears throat> that they would be listening. And um, And so... Let me just tell you this. This broadcast is going to be based on words that Jesus said, not things that I made up. So if you don't like some of this stuff, or you think it's a little unbelievable, or you think it's a little exclusive, I just want you to realize these are the words that Jesus said himself. Um, It's hard to swallow for people that believe that all religions lead to God. When Jesus said, no man cometh unto the Father but by me. You know, this this is a very, very hard thing for many people to accept. The exclusivity that these words promote may anger some people that are listening tonight. 
But here again, don't be angry with me. If you get angry, get angry with Jesus because he said it. Jesus was either who he said he was, which I believe, or he was the biggest liar that ever lived, or he was a lunatic. But to say that he was the only way to God, if that's not true, then he was the biggest liar there ever could be. But I believe it is true, and I believe it's very, very important that you believe it too. And that's why we're doing this radio show tonight. There's only one way to the Father, that's Jesus Christ. And refusing this is to refuse to accept the mercy of God in your life. I can prove this to you in John chapter 3, starting with verse 16. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Now this is a verse that's universally quoted and so far not very um, hard-hitting, maybe. But many people don't read the rest of John 3. Of course, they should start out at the beginning about the new birth. In John 3, in the very 5 through 7, that we're born again, born of the water and of the Spirit. But not, that's not my program either. But John three seventeen says, For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Now this is this sounds good too. I've got a person in my life that I know very well that loves this verse. Jesus didn't come to condemn the world. And and they because they feel like a lot of Christians are very condemning. But the problem is with verses three, sixteen and seventeen is they don't continue reading. Because verse 18 is extremely hard-hitting, and these are words of Jesus. Just like when Jesus said in John 14, 6, No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Notice what he says in John three, eighteen: He that believeth on him, talking about the Son, is not condemned. But he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And so what Jesus is saying here and what this radio broadcast is going to be talking about is very hard to swallow for many people. But Jesus didn't come to condemn the world. He came to save the world because the world was already condemned because of sin. You see, the world was already lost. It wasn't Jesus that made the world lost. It was sin that made the world lost. And Jesus came to save us because we were already condemned. So this is our broadcast tonight. We're going to play some music. Uh, It's good to have um, all of you texting me, and the rest of you can text me, 701-290-7862.
and praise your holy name. You alone are worthy, for you went to Calvary, hung on that rugged cross, and you died for me. When distractions come and they try to steal my praise, when temptations and trials try to overwhelm, won't you lead me to the rock that is higher than I? To the one who navigates raging seas from the hell. When I'm too tired to press forward, all I can do is stand. You stand right here with me, and you hold my hand. I try to walk on water, stretching forth my faith in you. Though I see the waves and start to sink, you see me through. When distractions come and they try to steal my praise. CD, isn't it? The Captain? All right. So that would be the title cut on that CD. If you want to get a copy of that, you can text me and I can get you the information how to do that. We've got um, we've got Joel and Zoe listening in uh, St. Cloud on Holy Ghost Radio. 
Jake and Lydia are listening in Pennsylvania. Is Esther with you guys listening? I heard Esther's going to be coming to Dickinson for a while. So um got a lot of people texting me some good stuff. I guess Jody's kids are all listening in bed. So hello to all of you. They're all in bed. I hope I don't put you to sleep. I hope I make you so riled up that you'll stay up all night long. The um, brother Ron and Beulah's listening tonight. Good to have him. We're talking about the exclusivity of, of Jesus and how, as um, Brother Roland said, he, uh, let's see, where is that at? Brother Johnson's listening tonight, too. Good to have him listening. The uh, brother, Where's Brother Roland's comment here? I'm just looking for it. The um, Jesus came to bear the message of man's lost state and make the way for man to be saved. Exactly. Uh, I could just about quit right now. That's exactly what I'm going to talk about. Jesus came into this world to show us that we were lost and that we needed him. And so if you were just if you're just tuning in, John three eighteen, Jesus said that he didn't come to condemn the world because the the world was already condemned through sin. And then he said, This is the condemnation of the, the of the world, that the light, verse nineteen, that the light is coming to the world, and men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For every one that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. And so there is a this world is a um, a place where people don't want to know they're lost in sin many times. They are um, happy the way they are, not knowing um, and not wanting to know, like an ostrich with its head stuck in the sand when the lion approaching. Uh, we don't tell us about it. We don't. We don't want to know. But Jesus came into this world to let people know, because they are lost, whether they know it or not. And that's why that's why we send missionaries. That's why we do things like this radio show, which is just a small thing. But but there are so many uh, people in our church in Dickinson that are out telling people about Jesus and witnessing to people. What's cool about pastoring the church in Dickinson because we're really growing and it's just neat what's happening. We got this new building that'll seat probably between 450 and 500 people and. Uh, it seems like all summer long we were breaking attendance records. I don't think that's an exaggeration. Um, we did, I thought we broke another one today, but the, the lady that counts said we didn't. But I, we must have been close. But but the, the neat thing about it is I'm getting the credit for all this stuff, and all these people are out witnessing to people doing all this stuff. And it's just so cool to be the pastor of a church like this. But why do we do this? Because just because you don't know you're lost... Uh, doesn't mean that you aren't lost. That's what John 3.18 said. Jesus said, He that believeth not is condemned already. And then in John 3.36, John the Baptist said, He that believeth on the Son hath the everlasting life, and he that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. So so this is um, this is some sad news in some ways, that if you don't know Jesus, you're lost. But let me just tell you this, just because you're condemned already doesn't mean the the verdict has been given. You're condemned. But the sentence has not yet been executed. Why? Because God is patient and long-suffering and continues to call sinners to repentance. You see, just see I was 20 years old before I knew any of this. I didn't I didn't know any of this. I didn't know um that I was lost. I didn't know I grew up in America, but I really didn't understand. I didn't know that Jesus died for my sins, that his blood 
was for me. I didn't know this. And when I was 20 years old, it was the first time I really ever heard it. Or let me just say this, the first time I was ever really listening for it. And that's when, see, up till then, I had this attitude like like um, I was okay. I was as good as the rest of my friends. Well, what if the rest of your friends are all lost? What good does it be to as good as them? You know, one of the things that I I um, really um, love to do is prison ministry. I love to do it. I've been doing prison ministry for probably uh, 35 years or so. Started in a federal youth prison, or excuse me, a youth youth jail in in Bismarck in Mandan that used to be called SIS. It's called something else now. Then we moved to Dickinson and we started at the county jail. And my wife and another lady from our church started a ministry out at the women's prison that is headed up now by some awesome people. And um, and then we've been to the state pen and just different things. I love prison ministry. We we also saw a group of people also have a ministry at the home on the range uh, uh, facility out west here, out west of Dickinson. So our church loves prison ministry. What I love about prison ministry is that I feel like it helped me as a as a preacher. Because in prison ministry, if you lose uh, their uh, attention, you're in trouble. Because they, they may, who knows what may happen. They'll start talking, they'll start even fighting. I had that happen once. A fight broke out in one of my jail ministries a few years ago. They, you, you've got to keep their attention. You've got to communicate. And you're communicating. Many, many of the people in jails and prisons do know things about the Word of God. Many of them do not. And so you're trying to keep the attention of those that know some things about God and some and those that do not know things about God. And I suppose that's similar to a church service, but but it's different. And I I like I like jail ministry. I like just the challenge of it. Well, I said all that to say that some of the best questions I've ever ever gotten about the things of God have been in jail ministry. Sometimes from people that know very little about it. We had a um, we had a uh, uh, there was a young man named Rich that was at the federal youth prison that used to be in Dickinson. There used to be a federal youth prison here. Many people don't know that. And uh, we had some of the greatest discussions about Scripture and about God in those jail ministries. Honest questions. Sometimes those kids would come there trying to stump me, and uh, sometimes the kids wanted to argue, but most of the time they were just honest questions. And before they started, and this all happened before they started medicating the the young men. After they started medicating them to kind of help control them or whatever, the the good questions didn't come. In fact, after they started medicating them, the attendance really dropped because I just think they were so tired all the time they didn't want to do anything. But this young man named Rich one time asked me this question. He said, why should I be required to choose or not to choose? Jesus. I didn't ask for him to die for me. So why should I be condemned for rejecting Jesus when I didn't want him to come for me in the first place? God can do what he wants. I just wished he'd let me do what I want and just leave me alone. That was his question. Now that seems to make sense. Except we're condemned already. We're lost. You know, 
you see, you have to make a decision what you're going to do with Jesus. You're going to have to make a decision what to do with him. You know, this this um, verses 19 and 20 of John 3 talk about a willful disobedience, a loving of darkness. Um, it talks about an accepting or rejecting truth. Accepting or rejecting truth is a decision you make. So one of the religious slogans that are very famous is, have you made a decision for Christ? Actually, I kind of like that one. Because that really is part of believing. Have you made a decision for Christ? But the truth is, you can either make a decision, I could ask you the same question, question have you made a decision against Christ? You see, this is, this is some heavy stuff that you can't just ignore Jesus. Now you can, but it's the same as rejecting him if you ignore him. Because being saved really is learning to say yes to God. The yes road is the road to heaven. You've got, you, when you begin to reject God, that's when everything goes bad. You know, this, this uh, radio broadcast is basic Christianity 101 tonight. That's, that's what it, what it is. It's, it's basic Christianity 101. But let me just tell you this, that without Jesus, you're lost. You know, years ago, I was ministering at the uh, county jail here in Dickinson. And I was reading John 14, verse 6. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. And and one of the guards, this is many years ago, he doesn't work there anymore. But one of the guards got very angry when I read that and and interrupted me and said, so you're saying all the other religions of the world are wrong. The Hindus, the Muslims, uh, you know, the Jewish religion, he named them all. You know, the, the Buddhists. You're saying, you're saying they're all wrong. And, and he said, and the Native American religion. And when he said that, the whole room got really full of anxiety because the room was full of Native American people. And when he said, you're saying that the Native American religion is wrong, it got really tense. Well, I was praying while he was talking and thinking, how am I going to answer this? Because everybody's mad, including this guard was really mad. And so he said, so you're saying Jesus is the only right one and all the other religions are wrong. And I said, no, I'm not saying that. And I paused and everybody relaxed. And I said, actually, Jesus said that. I'm just telling you what he said. You see, no matter who you are listening tonight, if you don't like this, if you don't like that Jesus said he was the only way to God, don't get mad at me. I'm just a messenger telling you what he said. Jesus said that. I believe that. That's why Hebrews 2 and verse 3 says, How shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? Which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord, by Jesus, and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him. That was the apostles. You know, we have to do something with Jesus. You know, they're uh, my favorite songs to... to, um, 
sing, I suppose, are songs about the cross and, and the songs about what Jesus did for us. There's a song that, that, um, that I, I really like this song, and the reason I like this song, and I, I've sang it a lot over the years, but I, I didn't write this song, but I, the reason I like this song is um, because, because of the way that I grew up in the United States of America, had attended church some, and I didn't know what Jesus did for me on the cross. I didn't know. Uh, Brother Dave out in, in Fargo, Brother Dave, I didn't know Jesus died for me. I didn't know I didn't know what the cross was about. I didn't know why Jesus had to die. I had no idea. So I was 20 years old, and I realized I'm the one that put Jesus on the cross. And it changed everything. And this song is, is a ridiculous song that I want to sing. It's just ridiculous that the Roman soldier that crucified Jesus didn't know that he did it. But that's what this limit, here it goes. I was in the crowd the day that Jesus died. As he hung upon the cross, his mother cried. I saw the crown of thorns he wore, the stripes upon his back. Water and the blood ran out, then the sky turned black. My mind was filled with anger, my heart was filled with shame. This man brought only healing, who could bring him pain? Why does it seem the strong always victimize the weak? Suddenly I found myself standing to my feet, and I cried, who? nailed him there this child of peace and mercy who nailed him there come and face me like a man who nailed him there then the crowd began to mock me I cried oh my god I just don't understand then I turned and saw the hammer in my hand I am just a Roman soldier an ordinary man love my wife and children I do the best I can how could I have killed him there must be someone else it's got to be an answer just can't blame myself But I nailed him there This child of peace and mercy I nailed him there I am the guilty man I nailed him there With my sins and my transgressions I cried, oh my God Now I understand When I turned and saw the hammer In my hand Can't get to heaven Without knowing what Jesus did for you on the cross We can't get to heaven without what Jesus did for us On the cross This is the Tell It Like It Is radio show 
Why don't you play a part of a song, Abe? I'm going to read some of these texts. We'll be right back in just a second. Text me 701-290-7862. listening to the Tell It Like It Is radio broadcast here tonight, live from Dickinson, North Dakota. Um, We're from the New Life Pentecostal Church, and you can visit our church, 501 Elks Drive, here in Dickinson. We have services, um, Sunday school on Sunday morning at 10 o'clock a.m., and also um, we have our worship service at 11 o'clock on Sunday as well. You're welcome to join us for that. Our next service will be Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m., and we'd love to have you. Um, if you're from the beach area, there is a an apostolic service every Tuesday night at the Beach Community Center. Brother Joe Hostetler is the pastor there, and it's 7.30 p.m. in the Beach Community Center, Tuesday nights. Um, also in Beulah, you can visit the Cornerstone Apostolic Church. They have one service a week on Thursday night at 7.30 p.m. That's the Cornerstone Apostolic Church in Bowman, North Dakota. 
And then also, uh, if you're from Beulah, you can visit the Truth Community Church, uh, 223rd Street Northwest. Um, They have service on Sunday morning at 1030 and Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. That's the Truth Community Church in Beulah, North Dakota. If you want more information about these different churches or uh, about the New Life Pentecostal Church, you can call or text Pastor Simons, um, 701-290-7862, or you can email him. His email is robertsimons58 at gmail.com. Thank you, Abe, and thank you so much, all of you that are listening. We've got a little time. We've got about 20 minutes left in our broadcast. Uh, we've got um, Jody was saying that she uh, she sent me a picture of one of the kids. Um, she said she grew up hearing about the cross her whole life but didn't get it until God let her get to the point where she was willing to listen to him. That's so true. Um, hello to Justin driving on his way home tonight, out back out to work and then also or where he lives. And Joe and Sarah listening tonight. These are some fine people that live in Gulva, that he's the um, minister that is taking the church in, in Beach. So um, we're glad he and Sarah are listening tonight. So we've got uh, just a lot of people texting me. I didn't even check my emails tonight. I should have probably checked them to see if anybody emailed me because sometimes people listening outside the country can't really um, text me. So let's see, anybody listening on email tonight? Nope, nobody listening on an email tonight. But so many of you, just good to have you listening. We're talking about the exclusivity of Christianity and how we need Jesus. We need Jesus. You know, the Bible says in Hebrews chapter ten twenty nine that if we walk on what God did for us, what what the Son of God did, and and counted that blood of the covenant that wherewith He was sanctified an unholy thing, that we have we are in bad shape because it's our only hope. Jesus is our only hope to go to heaven. That's it. Um, it's not Mary, Jesus' mother. It's Jesus. He's our only hope. This was God's plan, that sinful man would have a way to be saved by the death of Jesus Christ. You know, um, so our relationship or non-relationship with Jesus Christ determines whether we're going to go to heaven or hell. Is there anybody out there, text me, 701-290-7862, that doesn't believe that? You may be somebody that just, that sounds so far-fetched to you, <clears throat> that of all the billions of people in the world, that Christianity is the only religion that's going to take us to heaven. But that's what Jesus said. Pastor Bob didn't make this up. That's what Jesus' disciples said. Like in 1 John 5.11, it says, this, And this is the record that God hath given to us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. He that hath the Son hath life. He that hath not the Son of God hath not life. So this, this, is, the, this is Christianity. That's why it's so important, whether we're doing it on the radio um, or whether we're going out as a missionary. I, I challenge, this is the topic I spoke to our church about today, this very same topic, just about identical, really, to what I'm speaking on the radio tonight. And and this this is why 
we support missionaries. This is why we send missionaries out to this world. There are, there are, there are apostolic missionaries in the Fiji Islands. There are apostolic missionaries in Ireland. There are apostolic missionaries all over this world that are preaching what it really means to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Believing on the Lord Jesus Christ means uh, that you, it's, it's more than just believing because if it was just making a mental assent that he exists, the devil's saved because the Bible says the devil believes in one God and he trembles. So we know that it's not just believing. Some people say, well, as long as you believe in God, you'll be saved. That's not true. That's not, that, that's not true at all. You have to believe the way the scripture says. You need to repent of your sins, be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. This is all part of believing. That's what it means to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why the Philippian jailer, when he was going to kill himself, and he asked Paul and Silas what he, what he needed to do to be saved, Paul said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Bible said the same hour of the night they baptized him. Well, if baptism is not part of believing on the Lord Jesus Christ, what's that all about? But it is. Baptism is a part of this process. You know, uh, we baptized one today in Jesus' name. You know, um, a little girl named Faith that goes to our church was baptized in Jesus' name today. Mark sixteen sixteen says, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. This isn't talking about believing in God, folks. This is talking about believing what Jesus did for us on the cross. That's what it's talking about. You know, um, you know, uh, there's... Um, is it all right if I just sing some songs? Abe, is that all right with you? I mean, he's he's the producer. Is that okay? He's um, he's going to do this. Um, uh, boy, I've got some texts here that I'd like to listen read. Maybe I will here in a minute, but can't do that and talk at the same time. I don't think. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the answer. There's no other way. You got to have Jesus, and you got to know what He wants, and you got to know what He says. You got to know what the Word says. Mary came running, thinking it was the end. Faith lies still shattered now, like many others had been. But the stone set to stay had been rolled away, and an angel met her and said, Mary, Mary, he. Came out of an empty tomb to fill your empty heart. Mary, you'll see him soon. He will still bear every scar. He came out of an empty tomb to fill, fill your empty heart. Thomas can't see. Now his faith is tried. Many have known and can't accept. He watched his loved one die. In the fading night, he cried for light. His friends shook him and said, Thomas, Thomas, 
he he came out of an empty tomb to fill your empty heart Thomas you'll see him soon he will still bear every scar he came out of an empty tomb to fill fill your empty heart it's against the doubts and fears we fight and I know I know that rising from death he gives us life that together we can say my Lord my God we believe he came out of an empty tomb to fill your empty heart we will see him again so soon he will still bear every scar he came out of an empty tomb Fill your empty heart We will see him again so soon He will still bear every scar He came out of an empty tomb To fill, fill your empty heart Fill your empty heart Fill your empty heart. That's what it takes to be saved. For Jesus to come in to fill your empty heart. He came out of that tomb. And that tomb, he, that cross that he went to was for you and I. You know, this, um, you know, there's a lot of songs that, that, that song was uh, old Benny Hester song, but a lot of songs about the cross. And, uh, and I've, was able to write, you know, a couple of them, and this this is one of the songs that I wrote about the cross, and I called it the darkest day. It talks about Jesus going to that hill that was called Calvary and dying for our sins, and how this darkest day, the sun. The Bible said when Jesus died, that the sun went out. Some people say it was an eclipse, but it was a supernatural eclipse if it was an eclipse, because because this. Uh, the sun was was it was dark for several hours. It was as if creation couldn't stand to look at what man had done to Jesus. And today, uh, I want you to know that that this is it. You, you, there's no other way to God. It's what Jesus did on the cross. That's the way. That's why. That's why, as I said, we support missionaries. That's why we tell people about Jesus. That's why we're not going to just leave you alone and say, leave us alone, Pastor Bob. We don't want to hear about Jesus. That's not why. Uh, we Because we can't. We can't leave you alone. So what are you going to do with him? What are you going to do with Jesus? Pilate said, I'm not going to do anything with Jesus. But by not doing anything, Jesus died. Pilate in this, if you look at it from a worldly standpoint, earthly standpoint, Pilate had the power to not have Jesus crucified. But he said, I'm not going to decide. And by not deciding, he did decide. And if you won't do, what will you do with Jesus today? Crack the whip, drive the nails, drag the lamb up on the hill. A man who never did anything wrong. 
made a mockery before us all. A thorny crown, a bloody back, a helpless, beaten, naked man. The only true God came as a man. It was the darkest day this world had seen. Blood purchased me, and I want to say thank you for loving me. Thank you, Lord, for Calvary. Crack the whip, drive the nails, drag the lamb up on the hill. A man who never did anything wrong Made a mockery before us all A thorny crown, a bloody back A helpless, beaten, naked man The only true God came as a man It was the darkest day this world had seen on that day his blood purchased me And I want to say Thank you for loving me Thank you Lord Thank you Lord Thank you Lord It was the darkest day this world had seen but on that day his blood purchased me And I want to say Thank you for loving me Thank you Lord For Calvary Is the Savior's blood upon your hands Is the Savior's blood upon your hands well he gave his life for you do you understand that if you turn your back on him his blood still on your hands Turn your back on him, his blood still on your hands. You see, tonight you can't just ignore Jesus. You're either going to accept him or you're going to reject him. What are you going to do with Jesus? How can you say no to this man? This is the Tell It Like It Is show, Pastor Bob here. Just ending up this simple broadcast tonight. You know, um, Isaiah 53 talks about that the, the, a prophecy of Jesus says they rejected him. They rejected him. They, they uh, scorned what he did.
Jesus died on the cross because he loved us so much. God, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. What are you going to do with him? What are you going to do with Jesus? Is there any way that you could say no to somebody that would be willing to die for you? Thorns on his head, spear in his side. Yet it was a heartache that made him cry. He gave his life so that you would understand. Is there any way that you could say no to this man? Christ himself were standing here face full of glory eyes full of tears and he held out his arms and his nail printed hands is there any way that you could say no to this man How could you look in those tear-stained eyes Knowing it's you he's thinking of Could you tell him you're not ready To give him your life Could you say you don't think you need his love Jesus is here with his arms open wide. You could see him with your heart if you'd stop looking with your eyes. He's left it up to you. He's done all he can. Is there any way you could say no to this man? Is there any way you could say no? Is there any way you could say no? Lord Jesus, tonight as I close this broadcast, I ask you to help my listening audience, whoever's listening tonight, to realize this is a decision that they've got to make. They can't put it off. They can. They can try to ignore it. They can try not to do anything about it. By In doing this, they are rejecting you. They're rejecting your love. They're rejecting what you did for us on the cross. Lord, help us to see, God, I, I, I'm praying specifically, Lord, for maybe somebody that doesn't even know, has never heard this, Lord, and I, I just pray that you'll help them to realize that you have already offered forgiveness. You've already died on the cross. While they were yet sinners, you died for them. And Lord, maybe this is the first time they've heard this good news. And I pray that you'll help them to find a place of repentance, a place of surrender to you, and a place where they're anxious and have a desire to learn what their next step is to be saved. We just pray in the name of Jesus. Pastor Bob has been giving out his cell phone number through this whole broadcast, 701-290-7862. And uh, the reason I am is because I'm interested 
in people, helping people find out what they need to do to be saved. Thank you so much for listening. I did not get to read all my texts, but I will listen. I will read them afterwards and try to respond to them. Until next Sunday night, uh, Lord willing, I won't be here next Sunday night on the broadcast. We're going to have a special guest, but uh, I'm sure you'll enjoy it. So God bless you, and tune in next Sunday night, 8.06 Mountain Time.
Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The preceding program was brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio.